0: The Say Something Podcast is brought to you by BlackBlueprints.com. That's BlackBlueprints with a Z dot com. I'm Jermaine Morris, as always with the one and only Mr. Barry Axius. Yes, sir. We're bringing you the newest episode of the Say Something Podcast. Say something, say something, say something. As always, getting together, talk about what's happening in the life out here in the traffic, out here in the streets.
1: In these cold, cold, cold streets.
0: He's. <laughs> just waiting on the berry axis it's got oh out. man it's covered, man <laughs> episode 108 108 108 one time as always like to highlight individuals who've uh done it for the culture help move the needle those who are contemporary still doing it every day and those who have gone on to the ancestral plains mm. uh this individual like to highlight still with us he's uh, he, he's he's uh been a staple throughout the culture for decades and really an unsung hero. Oh, okay. Uh, and so there's people that we look at that we're like, oh, I know them from such and such, or I know them from so-and-so, but when we think about their era, they're not necessarily the go-to guy. And so he was involved in a bunch of stuff collectively, but a lot of times we don't necessarily think about him era wise. And so this, this, this individual was television. He's the he's he was involved in some of the pivotal TV shows that span out over decades. He was involved in movies that span out over over decades. He's the uh, son of an antique and fine arts collector was his father, and his mother was a runway model. Okay, uh, out of a out of Bed Stuy, out of near your neck of the woods. Okay, New York, Brooklyn. Yeah. So on television, he had. Guest spots or roles on shows that span from everything from living single to girlfriends to uh parenthood, even voiced the episode of the boondocks on uh, in movies. We saw them in everything from Panther, which told the story of of, of the Black Panther party, as opposed to uh T'Challa. Some folks, how old they are, they know? know the difference. <laughs> know the difference. <laughs> Uh, he was a white man, can't jump all the way back to school days. Like, I mean, when you go take different eras, like, you're like, this dude's like, like, like never quite got the shine because of the era of guys that he came up with in the business. Huh. But most notably is what he's a two time NAACP award winner for, for his role as the uh, geeky sidekick turned, you know, engineer. And one of the most successfully, uh, well, few successful moments where, where, where the where the geeky guy ended up getting a girl. Mm. Uh, though he played in many roles from like Sixth Man and Vampire in Brooklyn. Uh, he's most notably for playing the role of Dwayne Cleophas Wayne. Shout out one time to our brother Kadeem Hardison. Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, how did you, you what, what made you think about that brother? Because recently, I always had appreciation for him
0: because he was a dude like you know, white man can't jump. Wesley was the guy, Wesley was the cool athlete dude. He was kind of the goofy sidekick they had him. And even when you go to a different world, uh, he was the geeky guy that was always hanging around trying to get with Denise, and then he was kind of shifting his sights over to a Jasmine guy's character, Whitley. And then he got Whitley, he got her. But he got her being himself. Yeah, didn't switch up. Yeah, because what you would always see in those eras of shows, you had dudes like the Steve Urkel dudes and all that had <laughs> completely try to switch to change up. who they were. Dwayne was a dude who was a smart guy. He was in school to be an engineer. He was at an HBCU when he was connected to culture. He was, nice. and, and he was a solid brother, and he stayed true to himself and was successful. And then ultimately end up getting a girl. So I look at this because people forget he came up with the era on the same era as Will Smith and the Fresh Prince of Mm Bel-Air while Martin was doing Martin, Mm -hmm. while Mm -hmm. all these guys were doing like. And when you think of the era, he's not the guy people think of
1: in the same time period. And I think that the reason why he didn't blow, because I think that he was consciously uh, correct. Right. Mm -hmm. Especially when you think about him doing that Black Panther film. Yeah. Um, which I personally liked, I, didn't, I wasn't mad about it, you know. Of course, it could have been more detailed, yeah. Uh,
0: there's a little uh, little was it
1: creative license used, yeah, there, definitely, definitely one. that percent. But they hollywooded you know, it up a little bit, oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, they couldn't be as authentic as it really wanted to be, right? Yeah, yeah, um, especially during this that time, right? Yeah. You know, um, uh, now it's like anything goes. So, I think that with him. He might have maneuvered in the background of Hollywood in a way that was shunned on, but today would looked at as like, okay, you're solid. Yeah. Particularly, I don't think that <clears throat> I think you had to, you know, take the, the the red pill in those days of Hollywood if you really want to emerge, unless you were going to be doing more conscious um, kind of, uh, you know, events, conscious yeah. kind of. material there wasn't a room for that unless you were going to stretch all the way and spike lee didn't um adopt him singleton didn't adopt him so when you talk about movies and his performance in black panthers wasn't so iconic that we're like dude remember his yeah black panther it was kind of like, eh, like his school days. Most people got to try. Oh, he was. That's right. He was in school. Yeah. Day. I, you know, that's I right. He wasn't, you know, I, I forgot he was in school days. So I think that his plot, he always seemed a lot more conscious in his delivery. It wasn't just a role he played. It was like, I think that was him. And I probably might have stunted his growth in Hollywood because it looks like that everybody in a Hollywood perspective, especially if he was deemed to be more of a comedian and not a serious actor, that. If you don't take that red pill, man, uh, there's going to be some things that are not going to progress for you moving forward.
0: Yeah, his thing was when he ended, he was really big on, he didn't like a different, he didn't like it, but towards the end of a different world, he was always saying that he was ready to go. Like he thought that uh, he'd have felt better had they made a shift of, okay, let's really switch the stories. To the new students coming in and focus more on them than still making it about the original cast and who was who still hanging on he said that would have been great but he said by the time he was done that last season he was done like he was ready to be done with being dwayne wayne and he did typecast it
1: was typecast
0: well yeah he was just done with that story and then when he did vampire in brooklyn he did it under the premise that he thought it was getting a sequel because at the end eddie he got the ring from eddie and he became you know, the cool vampire, or whatever he, he was under the premise, he thought it was gonna be a second movie, and then uh, he was in. I'm gonna get you, sucker. And but he was always playing these kind of roles, he didn't was, elevate, wasn't leading man type stuff, and it wasn't so, elevation, no. Nah. And so he was playing, yeah, very similar. Sick Man was kind of similar, and then he uh, he kind of left Hollywood for a minute. Then he came back doing some Disney stuff, he's, he's working now, he's doing some stuff now, but uh, I just look, remember from the time period, I knew, I think also there's. You you kind of gravitate the people who you can kind of see yourself in sometimes, yes. uh-huh. and i i didn't see I didn't see me in Wesley Snipes. You know what I mean? I didn't see myself in um, in a lot of those dudes from that time period. I saw I saw a little me in Cadeem. Oh God! You know what I mean? Like like I could see I could see a little me in Cadeem, and and I think that I, I noticed like actors that I went to like as I got older, like my favorite actors when I came older it was similar mm-hmm. like like i'm a lawrence fishburne fan i could see a little me in lawrence okay i could see a little me in like you know different different parts of my personality and different people but but kadeem was one that i always saw and i just was always like never quite got his just due and though i highlight this one to kadeem there's one other guy i think is the same vein <laughs> and and it's uh alan payne
1: oh man i think alan payne had to come up
0: and then just hit down, uh, bro. But I'm saying, but when you say Alan Payne to most people on the street, they're like,
1: Who L- Jason's lyrics, though? Yeah, That's but he I did mean. Jason's
0: lyrics, CB4, New Jack City. And he was one of those
1: uh, actors that had those three predominant roles that you will always remember him playing. Yeah, G Money, um, you know, the, the love interest of Jada Pinkett, yeah. and Jason's lyrics, and of course, a part of the CB4 a uh, coalition yeah, with Chris yeah. Rock, right? Yeah. And that part of him, you're black or you're black, you're black or I'm black, whatever yeah. that he did, that rendition, which is funny. You can still talk about it now. But again, one of those actors that you honestly really thought, well, wow, he was about to be next level because of those three roles yeah, and it never happened. Never never quite, never
0: quite turned. I think that'd be interesting to look at all the people who is deep in the culture who never quite, like I feel that same way about Tomala Jones. Who? So Tomala Jones. So this is another one. So yes, by name Yes, yes,
1: yes, yes. By Tomala. name
0: the average person would be kind of like, who? Yeah.
1: But Tomala she's Jones, been in yeah.
0: everything. everything. Like yeah. she's played everybody's girlfriend or wife. Yeah. And everything like The Wood Our Brothers, time, yeah. Yeah. uh Blue Streak, uh like every if you went
1: her her IMDb is like deep, yeah, but it, it, but here's the thing. Yeah. This goes to show you that It's almost like the way, it seems like, you know how they always say black people are like 13, 12% of uh, the population? Population, yeah, yeah. It really seems like that when it comes to some of those movies. Because the success of those movies, right? It's almost like black people didn't go see them. But we know black people did, right? You know what I mean? Because there's enough of us to make these movies, exceed a, a certain amount where it would get run again because there's yeah. a lot of bad white movies right a lot of bad if, if you've white got TV netflix shows. or
0: amazon there you can see there's no shortage of bad movies that have been, right? that have been made
1: so so but they get more acclaim. think yeah. about all the chevy chase movies that were absolutely horrible but reality is it still made a lot of money yeah where, adam Sandler
0: made a career off that
1: Uh, brother he is the (laughs) champion he's like right behind chevy chase it's like with adam sandler there's a few movies like i i'll give you that dude but a majority of are trash like literally but when we're talking about booty call yeah that's a cult iconic cult film that not only black people are like Gravitating to it, I know white people like like that, and the comedy of it was really good. You know what I'm saying? It was it was it was a small budget, but for the small budget and the actors and actresses that they had in that film, yeah, it, it was a gr- it was a great film. Right. you know what I'm saying? Think Danny about it. it was, Fox, Tommy Davis oh, ben, on, Bernie Mac, all them in there. Yeah. Yeah, come on. So so in that when you look at it, you really see the significance of when we talk about black empowerment. In my idea. Because you have a lot of those movies that were our teenage favorites, yeah. iconic for the culture, and actresses and actors who were very um, iconic in a way that they were doing something that had not really been done. It was shunned upon because black films, regardless of when we had the 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 exploitation films in the seventies, right? Yeah it's always been shunned upon. And during that time, even though black culture was everywhere, you know, especially with hip hop and things of that nature, when it came to film, we were still looked upon like, "Ah, unless we put you with some white boys or some white girls, it ain't going to make to be a good film. And it's like, no, that's far from the truth. And when you look at a lot of our when you think about it going into TV, how in the hell did Living Color not survive, and Saturday a Friday Saturday Night Live, ha, that's been has been trash for the last five years or so, and it's been even you know less than that. They still are here, apart a part of the good answer for that.
0: There's a good answer for that is because Keenan left, and Ke- when well, Keenan okay, okay, left, okay, well, okay. here's
1: one. Keenan left, but why? You know what I'm I saying? What I'm did, say, why they push him out?
0: That's what I was saying, because Keenan had a vision. And when he took when he got the show and took over and, and was doing it, there was like the sleeper spot. Fox was a brand new network. It wouldn't even really sure. consider a full on network at the time. So it was really like, go ahead, do what you want. Like kind of similar to what Chappelle got with Comedy Central. Like, we have very low expectations. We have very... It's a very low bar to set. Yeah, remember back at that time period, Cops was like the biggest show for years on that network. That's crazy, bro. Like, and that's just body cam footage. As much as, much as we hate Cops, how the hell <laughs> yeah.
1: are we watching that shit?
0: That was their staple show for years. And so, Keenan gets over there with very little, quote-unquote, supervision. And so he's churning out handyman he's churning out you know hey Mon with the jamaicans he's turning at the head detective and, and homie the clown and, and and all this stuff that's coming out of that network and like i said very similar history repeated itself with Chappelle. they realized they had something after the wave had, take, had kicked in so when mm-hmm. he created all this stuff in that first season he was just hitting just home run after home run after home run then you come around For the re-up on that second one, now all of a sudden, all these executives are on the scene trying to dictate how sketches go and who should do this and who should do that and whatever. And Keenan was like, this ain't what I signed up for. Like I said, very very similar today. This thing repeated itself 25 years later with with, with Chappelle. And when Keenan was out, you had some stragglers from the the earlier cast, like Tommy Davis and David Allen Greer, but then you had a bunch of suits and guys who didn't know the culture and didn't know Comedy trying to plug stuff in and it didn't work. Yeah, and then they tried to take what Keenan did and duplicate it with Mad TV, and that didn't work.
1: Is it Mad TV still on? No,
0: no, it finally
1: cancelled. Uh,
0: it, I maybe there's maybe some off variation. I'm talking if it airs, it's on some other network, like the one that had the one that followed Keenan and then with Aerie Spears and, and all them that grew that, that it, it just didn't stick. And because you had because Keenan was like, Leave me alone. And I create a hit once executives realized they had something, you know, the homeboy shopping network and all that stuff. Then they kept they were trying to do everybody try to put their hands in the pot. and Keenan's like, I don't need this. He bounced out, wrote, you know, low down dirty shame, and he was fine,
1: yeah, <laughs> and, that, and got all his brothers and his sisters on, and his families, and his nieces, and nephews, everybody, and like everybody. So, and, I mean, and, 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 and they and they say. Racism isn't alive in America.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I was. I mean, we we look at when we get our hands on
1: stuff, and we're left Whoa. alone. What we can create, yeah. Like, was, like, if you really think about it, dog, all those films. Like, why do we continue to want white acceptance? Like they they literally buried our movies. It's was, it was almost like when a black movie came out, they made it look so bad, and not. Saying that a lot of the films weren't bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we we put together our string of trash movies too. But yeah. we'll accept a white trash movie over a black trash movie. That that yeah. shit is it's consistent. Yeah, they a white trash use, film is better. They would use
0: phrases comic. like uh, "black comedy doesn't carry over." So when they would want to make, well, we need a bigger budget for marketing to go global and this and that.
1: Well, we can't. Well, our market, but our biggest, our big, our,
0: some of the biggest comedians of our time were black. Well, that's the point They that the, the quote unquote argument was, well, black comedy does not carry over. What carries over is slapstick, you know, trip somebody, uh, you know, face in the pie stuff or blockbuster, blow up buildings, that sort of stuff transfers universally. But black comedy and even like sarcasm, they say it does not translate when you go to different cultures. But then you had all these actors who were doing movies, which were big, huge big huge movies and they were just so uh you can shout out to uh will smith he he helped because he had eight years in a row of number one nine figure blockbuster movies and it was like the longest run he had the best run in 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 movie history really yeah yeah eight summers straight of 100 million plus uh, box office. I oh, was it?
1: Independence Day.
0: Independence Day, Men in Black, I Men Roll Black, Hot, um, I, I Robot, Bad by. Boys, um, even like uh, was it, yeah, I, I Robot. Yeah, what was uh, Wild Wild West? Even though people talk about it, still made like three hundred million dollars. Well, like really, he had,
1: it made uh, that because of the hype, man.
0: But but I'm saying it still goes. No, to I no, I get that. Yeah, and so he he had it did actually better internationally than it did domestically, I believe. But he but he had like eight summers. Sh- Straight of just killing the game, and so then they had to quit saying black stars do not carry over globally. They're but like, you, what?
1: but yeah, but you know, he also had to do seven days. What is what seven days of oh, um, the jump off uh, six degrees of separation? Degrees. That, well, that was fun. <laughs> that got him in a game.
0: That was, uh, that was his uh, first, uh, first movie like that. Woo. But I, I, I say him, look at his kids and look at him, yeah. Well, I mean, Understand. I look at him like he is not the best actor like of his era. But he, he, I,
1: I, I, I absolutely felt Martin ran away with, especially the first bad boys and the second bad boys, Martin was funnier and they made will even become more exhausting. In the second one, the third one, it was like, why was even Martin in the movie? It should have just been a Will Smith film. And Martin was just a cold stand. So there's something
0: really actually good about that, about that movie. So every if you go historically black action movies, the rule always was that it could not be a standalone black star. So if you take any hero movie of the last that you can think of, Will Smith wasn't men in black wasn't starring Will Smith. Will Will Tommy uh, Jones, Tommy Jones. Tom Jones? That was Is it Tom Jones? Is it was Tommy it? Lee Jones?
1: Tommy Lee Jones, yeah, yeah. Tommy Lee Jones
0: was was top billing, and then Will Smith. And if you go all throughout all these historic movies, it could never just be a black. St- Morpheus was second tier to Neo. You always had to be. uh Even the new Creed movies, Rocky's got to be the one to trick treat- Django was not the star of Django. The white dude, the dentist dude, was the star who trained Django up. Uh, All these every movie that had a black star blade blade wasn't the focal point. It was Whistler was the old white dude who he needed to make his weapons in to train him. There always had to be a white counterpart for the you just couldn't be a standalone black star. Martin was the star. Martin was booked for bad boys. They were going to give Martin a white co-star. Martin fought to get Will as his co-star. Is that right? (laughs) Yeah, because they were going to give Martin a white dude to be his co-star as a second cop. He was Martin was already booked for the for the role, and they was going to get a white cop as the second cop.
1: That Martin was
0: for Will, and it was one of the few times that you saw two black leading stars
1: at, stars that, high at that high level. At, yeah. at that high level, yeah, at high level,
0: yeah, at that level, high. and then it killed. And that's why they was able to run it back and do it again. But if you think back, there was always it was at Last Boy Scout. You had Damon Wayans, but he was with Bruce Willis. Yeah, it was all you always had to give him a white counterpart. You couldn't just let two black dudes do or two anything. black women. Have a moment like that.
1: Well, because 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 racism doesn't exist in America. You know that's what they that's what they tell us. That's, that's what they say. America, America ain't racist. We've had we've been racist. You know what I'm saying? And we're not now. <laughs> I mean, Cause cause as, the, now. as the politicians, you know, we've we've got rid of Trump, and we're no longer racist. You know. <laughs> I see the
0: headlines. I see the stories. Totally. to me. Talk I, I, I hear the rhetoric and the conversation. And let me say this. I understand the the, the argument of let's move forward.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Like, I understand it. Well, let's just put let's just we have to, at some point in time, we have to draw a line in the sand and say we're going to move from here on. If you and your wife was fighting, you cheated on her 15 times, she stepped out on you. We can keep dragging this out or at some point we have to say as of this day, we're moving forward or we just need to just leave each other alone. So so I understand when the the argument of trying to say, okay, we need to just just we got to call it at some point and, and, and try to move forward. But that only works if you quit cheating on her. Like that—that that only works. You can only say, "Okay, girl, you you brought up 2009. I get that. 2013, I did you wrong. 2015, I was out of pocket. 2017, I hollered at your sister." But at Fantastic. some point, we got to move forward. Yeah, but you exactly. did something yesterday. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you, you at some point, you got to stop doing what the problem was, if you want folks to just move forward.
1: Yeah.
0: And wow. in this country, that is. Uh, every time it feels like something's starting to happen, something happened. Like oh, how they're they're pushing, they they put in what is it, the 1619 project about teaching the, the the actual the real effects of enslaved Africans and how that directly correlates to American history and how that's changed society and stuff to give people a clearer perspective on what this is. Because slavery is addressed in such a generic and bland way in the public school system that it's hard to really for a lot of people they don't get the gravity. So 1619 project was really about is about really like let's
1: let's let's peel some layers back. But but and, go ahead. let's be real. If you're living in a <clears throat> post-racial America. Yeah. And you're a, a decent white person. And you know that this idea of racism being effective in a way where it stops a person that doesn't look like me, a black person, to get to the ladder, But I'm a white person that's having these same issues. And I'm white, right? (laughs) Like the privilege of being white doesn't work, right? So then I go into like, well, they're not working hard because I am not giving anything, right? Because yeah. I don't have a silver spoon in my mouth. My parents were all dope. Um, I lived in bad neighborhoods because it's not like all white people live in the suburbs. Yeah. Right? There's a lot of struggling white folks in this country. So that you go into that I- idea like, wait, stop all that. What are you talking about? What about me? What about what I'm going through and all this other type stuff? Yeah. So I think it's very problematic when you don't identify the effects of racism and how it has correlated to all things that exist for an African-American, a black person, whatever you want to call this, right? That when you literally have, are now president, calling out white supremacy, but then turning around and co-signing a silly-ass Negro about, well, yeah, America's been racist, but right now we're good. You just got, a few months ago, basically saying to us, the most racist yeah. president of our time, who's created the energy for white supremacy, like, we got to get ago. rid of him.
0: Yeah, six months ago. The, like, the racism just dried up in six months. Like.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it, it it just it it behoves me. Um yeah well, here's the thing. Yeah, get it get it right. Dear white people, black people are are, are tired of talking about racism. Yeah, trust me. Like I don't want to talk about this shit, and I don't want to be in a position where I'm continuing to try to fight for my rights. I'm mm-hmm. continuing to try to fight for uh, uh things. That should already be a given, because in our Constitution, all men and women are created equal. But remember, the Constitution was never about us, because we were considered three-fifths. We were considered property. Yeah, We weren't even human. So I think to me, what frustrates me outside of the VP and all her chucks and pearls, who also <laughs> co-signed it, and she co-signed it in a way that America in the past was, but we have to learn about America from the past. And it was almost like she contradicted herself inside the sentence. But yeah. reality is, we had Asian hate, we had that 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 platform run, so we forgot about all of the deficits, all of the black people being killed by police, yeah. all of the black people being redlined to this day. One of my closest friends. Him and his wife, their home was devalued by like something like $500,000. They had a white person come in their joint and then turn around. That white person got all of that value plus some. And you're telling me there's no racism. Like, did we not just go through a summer uprising? Do you just think that was all about people being killed by police Dog, they had to do everything with this racist system. And last point, yeah. Jermaine, yeah. how dare these people utilize the emotional outlets of our people, the emotional constraints that we, we are an emotional kind of people Yeah, overall. Not all of us, but we are more duly emotional. Every kind of thing we decide and judge is off some motion how you play the race card and be the white person saying, Yep, I probably I screwed up on sometimes with y'all, but that's my bad. And you go on all these black platforms basically saying, I'm gonna be the president and I'm gonna, you know what, I'm gonna call it out. This is racism. Yes, we are a racist country. You guys are right. We're gonna have to do better by our black people. And then all of a sudden, a hundred days later. As you sit in this office, as you go to Congress, feeling like you've accomplished something because the Democrats are now in power, that you just forget about all of the black outlets that you should be going back to to yeah. check in and say, "Hey, yo, I, you know, I'm here now, so what we need to do? you no, no more black outlets, no more interviews with black, uh, 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 you know, saying bloggers or or, or, or or black journalists that's outside of your." basic demograph or outside on your big corporation outcome use outlets no more conversation about reparations this idea that after we put an officer in prison and niggas feel that they get a little bit of justice for george floyd who's still a dead negro now all of a sudden it's like everything is working. This shit is asinizing because you always knew that they're going to do the same fucking thing again. And that's why people don't like to vote. And that's why people are so frustrated and why people, a lot of people, black people, didn't care if you keep Trump in or you take him out, whatever. It didn't matter because we still are in the same situation. We still have to make you believe, you white people believe that racism was really a thing and racism is still a thing. And that shit to me is crazy. Joe Biden, to me, like
0: you go, but Joe Biden treated black people like that girl that he really likes on college campus. But that's not the girlfriend he brings home with him on the holidays. No. You know, uh, you know, I, I'll hang out with y'all. I'll talk to y'all. I'll be cool with y'all here. But you're not coming with me over there. And we were content with being. The, the girlfriend on college campus, but then when Thanksgiving or, or winter break comes and he's going home for two weeks, well, can I come home and meet your mom? <laughs> no, nah, I, I got uh Sarah over here for that. <laughs> Sarah's good. mom knows mom. i am your black,
1: I'll be a black thrill on the
0: college campus when it's time yeah. to go home. Sarah's gotta the time come. To go back home and see grandma and the church functions and the kids I grew up with. No, 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 you ain't the one. And that's how we've been that's how we stay getting treated. <laughs> we the side piece. Brother, Black Black folks is is a political side
1: piece We are in a domestic Violence relationship Where the abuser is denying That he Or she is an abuser And every freaking thing From the Karens You know what that? Wait wait, real quick From the Karens that have displayed Their fear of black people To police brutality To all of the underlining themes that black people are constantly having to deal with on an everyday basis lets me know America is alive and well with its racism.
0: Yeah. I don't know if
1: it's so much that America is
0: denying it's being the abuser. What is that? I think think it's more, why did you make me mad? You know how I get when you say these sorts of things? All you had to do was just get the, the bl- dinner on the, the stove bl- when bl- I came home. Blame it on the victim for me kicking ass. Yeah, I think it's more of that. I don't think it's the sense well, I, I I'm brother. denying that I put hands on you. I'm saying that I had to because you you made you, why me, you off, make right?
1: me do this. Yeah. You keep making me have to do this to you. And, and, and here's the reality, bro. Here's the reality. Right? Yeah. The reality is I'm so angry at not even them because I expect no. that. No. I told no. everybody while everybody was with Chucks and Pearls. And everybody, was, she's a black woman. I said she a black woman. And now, <laughs> you, to be very transparent, yeah. I've met Harris, took pictures with her. You know, we've chopped up game. Oh, that's right. she was in the Bay. Uh, yeah, you know, she was actually in Sacramento. Oh, I remember she some was, of that out here. And, yeah. and, 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 and this was doing the Stephon Clark thing with yeah, my yeah, Bill yeah. Black Coalition. Obama was there too. Yeah, wow. Well, I didn't get to meet him. Yeah, he was in. Yeah. He was in the Bay. He was in yeah. the Bay. Um, and I was able to, you know, chop it up. And in that moment. She was all about her blackness, yeah. But she's a code switcher, so in the moment where everybody's looking, and it's in it's and remember, this is this is a part of this this election run, even in two thousand eighteen during that particular time, yeah, this things setups, being you know? this this setups, yeah. It's like yes, Bill Black, you're right, woo hoo! But reality is like, and that's why I can't stand when people get upset with us challenging individuals all of us sat there and said hey okay we we love her she, yeah black woman i hear it but let's look at black woman's uh you know let's look at her her history she's yeah. locked up a lot of innocent Negroes. and, like, and for also, me let's be clear about because,
0: okay, because I'm glad you brought it up, because the, the, especially when it directly ties to the, to the crime bill and to, to her work and, and and looking to prosecute folks, if we're going to be clear, let's just say for the ones who weren't innocent, because yep. there, there was a lot of criminals who were locked up. It's never been the argument of we should let criminals out. Yeah. The argument should be then the, if this is what we get for this, then this should be what everybody gets for this. hundred percent. And so if that the when you start creating scenarios and bills specifically for a particular group of people in a particular circumstance, that's the problem. And we are looking to say, OK, well, we need to get these criminals off the street. If we really try and have a war on drugs, you can go to any co- pre-COVID, any college campus. In anywhere America, any major university, and raid the the dorms and 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 the, the the sorority houses and the frat houses. It won't be all
1: black people with all the drugs.
0: <laughs> well, I'm saying if you just pick anywhere America and you just say we're going we're going through all the dormitories, we're going through all the frat houses and the sorority houses, which are on college campuses. So we're so we're not talking about their personal residence. We're talking about anybody who's in the dorm, frat, sorority house, and just raid them. Guess what you're gonna find? Methamphetamines, cocaine, crack, heroin, illegal gambling, firearms. And everything else that you will find in any project anywhere in this country. Right. Why aren't you going after them? Because the people, these these are people who are, are, are coming from particular means, particular tax brackets. And there's a belief that, OK, well, these people are probably going to do more with their lives than these people over here. 100%. But if the law is the law and we're talking about criminal behavior needs to be punished, then do it across the board. 100%. And if they started raiding, if, if, if you take all those people, all them brothers who got locked up down there in L.A., Raid the campus of US of, of USC and UCLA and lock all them up with the mandatory minimums that you did all those brothers that was in Watts Compton and South Central. You just you just saw all them all them laws come and, off. The and, books.
1: and on top of that, on top of that, criminalize them, plaster their faces. Yeah. These are the um individuals who are about who are we who we are targeting for this war on drugs.
0: Yeah. These are,
1: are the pushers, yeah. these are the suppliers. These are the uh, mafia uh, uh, drug kingpins. These are them. Yeah, I'm sorry, Bubba Leroy and Skillet
0: do not have access to any ports or planes that's bringing not, all these kilos
1: uh, of, of drugs barely, to be sold barely, on the street. It, you notice when we get the connect. Oh, we with the cartel. Yeah, we. Oh shit, I had the mark. We had the cartel hookup. Like that's like a big deal. Yeah, we we are don't not, mess with but, no black people like yeah, that.
0: Most these folks don't even have a car in their name. You gonna Come tell on, me bro. that these is the individuals that, that Stop this, it, bro. this is this?
1: He got chapo on, on 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 the phone? Here's what I'm saying, my dude. <laughs> let's get let's get very clear. Yeah. This is why I continue to challenge the system, and the establishment of America. And I will always be outlined. I will always look at it. I don't care because you look at it in a way that you may believe, no, we've moved further. Yes, here's a clearness. Yeah. Let's get clear, right? Yeah. Here's a clear perspective because I get what they're saying. I, very much, vividly I do. Yeah. When you have 10 times more LeBrons, 10 times more Jay-Zs, A hundred more Beyonces, yes, and and you have a moment where you and I, as black men, can sit anywhere, anywhere in the United States. I get stared at, but there's a rare sign that says "No blacks allowed." Yes, we've come, and yes, we've arrived. What they're basically saying is we've come from an F to a D. Yeah, (laughs) that's what they're saying. Barely passing. Yeah. We we've come from an F to a D, and if that is what you are shaping it, because there's now, well, yeah, well, yeah, we get it. Some of you niggas are dying, but look at how many billionaires we've allowed you niggas to have.
0: Look at look Oprah. At, look,
1: look, look at Barack. At, look at where we've come from. Jackie Robinson. Yeah. Right. you Beyonce. I mean, what y'all look doing? at how we're allowing you to get these awards that we never even listen y'all never even once upon a time y'all we didn't even broadcast the hip-hop award yeah we told y'all niggas to get to a seller. we'll be there in a minute so we we'll, look like, mail it to you <laughs> look 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 where, look where we've come to we even allow you niggas to be in our community not too many but we even allow y'all to come in our communities and earn a certain wage, and you can be around us. So yes, racism is is not the way racism is in America, but doesn't mean America isn't racist. And in the simple fact that you want to throw us a black president, we even listen. We even gave you a black president, and we gave you a black one VP. Like to me, yeah. That, yeah. That, that 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 speaks to the nature of ignorance of why we will never fix the problem. Why we will never ever really truly have. A, a defined way to establish why reparations could be divided. Why? Because we're still doing studies and research on why racism and the correlation of enslavement gives black people the reason to say we deserve reparations. It is is absolutely bizarre. And it's bizarre because so many people are, Okay with it. I don't see nobody going after the VP in a way that they went after the black dude Tim Scott yeah. after what he said because they said the same damn thing. Yeah, she told
0: Yeah,
1: we're comfortable because we want to say, look at our black woman, look at our black man. That's favorable.
0: Yeah,
1: but in reality, everyone should be throwing darts. She should be press should be like Harris VP. Harris is getting backlash for. Her comments, because it's so yeah. distasteful and it speaks to the renaissance of these motherfuckers only want us for prod- productivity, productivity and our fucking voice and our mouths. We will allow you to say some shit, but trust me, if you get too out of line, we'll close your fucking mouth.
0: Oh, yeah. And outside of that, because uh, We don't care. Uh, Candace Owens, they <laughs> love her because she came out with the same stuff. With, 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 working on the same stuff and and you know it's just your mother it, it, i don't expect every black person to see the world the same i know no, human I don't beings know. don't see the same so forget no, color or like culture or whatever just just as two human beings we see the world differently based upon life experiences no. and if you as an individual believe that i don't believe that there is a systemic in, in <laughs> Biases, discriminatory practices. I just I don't want to believe that that's true. Okay, I'm not even going to argue with you with what you choose to see with your two eyes. But when they have spent billions of dollars and every year they come out with data and all the law, all the the lawsuits that come through about housing discrimination Mm -hmm. and discriminatory (coughs) practices in real estate. That's not somebody's opinion. That's That's real. That The charges was brought up. The lawsuits were filed. It went through the court system, the judicial system that everybody's saying, greatest in the world, best system, whatever. And they came back guilty of these discriminatory practices. Okay, so that's not my feelings about uh, intrinsic biases throughout our our real estate. You've got predatory lending when it pertains to banks and our financial institutions. This is not somebody saying, I feel like banks are doing this. This is research and data shows. Charges brought up dec- yes. discriminatory practices and predatory practices and pertaining to lending interest rates, all that when it pertains to small businesses and the purchases of land and real estate, which is which is a, a huge bias between white and non-white people in America. That's Facts. not somebody's feelings. You go through our medical system, the 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 infant and and uh, female mortality rate and the biases that are documented from nurses uh all the way through through physicians surgeons all that showing that there's a difference in the way that black women are seen versus how white women are seen. There's and no, when a black woman says that there's having issues complications or pain that there was this belief that w- that a lot of these medical professionals were taught that black women inherently can take four times more pain than than white women. So uh oh she'll be okay. She'll be all right. It's not that big of a deal. And the mortality rate is higher. The the care is not the same. There's exactly. a bunch of lawsuits, bunch of documentation. <laughs> this is not black women feeling like there's there's a <laughs> difference in the way that they're being seen.
1: Talk to them.
0: You know, th- this whole idea this of... This is a reality. Are we still going because the education system. Did you, did, you what, did you say mass incarceration yet? I or haven't you, got there yet. Okay, so you aren't uh, educated. Thank you, brother. This is for the people who are thinking that this is just one isolated okay. incident. The education system the the, the, the the expulsion rate, Suspension rate and the removal of students in the classroom for black males as opposed to any other grade exponentially higher uh. to say that how many warnings Timmy gets versus how many warnings Jamal gets is not the same. There's a bunch, bunch of lawsuits, a bunch of research, a bunch of data that shows inherently across the country that black males suffer more uh, higher degrees of punishment for the same incident and same number of incidents from their white counterparts through an education from the, L- from K through five, all the way through high school. This is 100%. not young black boys feeling like they're being picked on or being singled out or targeted by the educational staff in which they deal with from teachers to vice principals, Go all ahead. the way up through school board. Go now you get, when we get before judges, the the showing of how sentencing happens for, for black males as opposed to uh, Caucasian counterparts for the same crime, for the same criminal history, for the same everything on paper. It is exponentially higher when it pertains. This is not black men feeling like they got more time
1: than white do. Listen, and guess what? And guess what? There is no such thing as racism in America. Racism in America no longer exists. You guys have been telling us racism for the last four years exists in America for a talking point to get a white guy that you didn't really disagree with. You just didn't like. His political stance yeah. and how he pushed a certain needle for a certain group. It's not as if you really disagreed. Yeah. So you played he on again and play ball. The emotion. He didn't want to play the ball game yeah. in the way. Why? Because y'all was sleeping with him. Y'all was friends with him at some point and given time. Are they friends again? Like, like that's the whole. Like thing. That's, they're that's, telling us. Racism doesn't exist in America after we just saw January 6th, an insurrection. That wasn't just about a president. You just got done talking to us and telling us that white supremacy, white domestic terrorism is a real thing. So that is not correlation with racism against black people? Are you freaking kidding me? This type shit is like... For the simple fact that we're so calm about all of this bullshit, bourgeois behavior, I look at niggas differently. Because it's like, y'all co signing this shit? I get the the Candace Owens and the Tim Scott niggas. I get them. Trust me, I do. They got their agenda. They're running how they're running. Every black person has a different experience. I get it. A lot of black people do some shitty shit to black people. True with me. Yeah. And some people could say a lot of black people have done more to me directly than indirectly than a white person. Yeah. Get it? Because I can feel that I've, I've, I've had more conflict moving in these realms of so-called fighting against this system and, and injustice. I've had more issues with black people doing the work than I've had with the people that I'm going against. But I know that that adversity is there. That's why we're here yeah. doing the
0: work, and and, and, I, and and the reason and and why it's important to stress that because because that's an argument out here a lot of one hundred folks on the Candace the side of the game talk about why well, I've had more issues with black people. Than Man, I I, okay, well let's look at who you've been around more. I've been around more so, black people. Well, I'm people. I'm saying because this people white people, yeah. This light bulb does not come above people's heads when they hear that. Well, I've had more issues with black people than I have with with white people. Okay, if I was to say by percentage, who have you spent more time? Well, I spent 75 percent of my life around black people and 25 percent around other. Okay, don't you think by sheer virtue of those numbers, you probably have more problems with black people than other groups? So unless you tell me you you're the only black person in your school, in your neighborhood, whatever, and then you still had more run ins and problems with black people, then we can have a real conversation. But Brothers. if you've completely been immersed amongst black people and to say that you have more problems than black, if you lived your whole world around nothing but women to say that you had more problems with women than men. Well, yes, that's who you're around all the time. So, of course, that's who you're more likely to have an issue with. And, and these these flimsy to me, <laughs> it, I, it, if you want to make a logical case for something, I'm here for it all day.
1: No, but it's if, not
0: logical. If, if, if you want to sit there and say. I'm looking because the, w- there is some bs that we do as a people that For we just sure. ain't got no business doing that we're not even going that I, I, i'm i'm well, right we got you. some stuff that we got no business being involved with but but the stuff that that i just people just i refuse there's no racism in america anymore based on where's your where, where how where's
1: your so so then if this listen if yeah. that's the case then give us our reparations you know what i'm saying because i just don't understand how we just went through, and we're not even talking about the years and years and years and years and and decades and decades and generations of this shit. We're just talking about the last four years, last four, that they, the powers that be, forced us to really say Donald Trump is a racist, though we know Donald Trump has ties with other black people. We, yeah, we, he's dealt with black people. So how racist is really Donald Trump compared to how racist is the system? Uh, slave owners dealt with black people, and, and, know, the, and the thing leaders. about it, yeah, it's <laughs> so so they 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 created this line, yeah, that this is racism. He is the face of it, and they've created all this, and that's a propaganda machine that they often create. Okay. He's the four years of racism that we got to get rid of. He's the cancer. Then all of a sudden we get rid of him. And now y'all telling us, oh, it's, there was never a problem. Wait a minute. You just got done convincing me. Because if I'm, because here's, this is the, this is the coldest part, right? Yeah. When I'm coming up as a black person, Donald Trump (laughs) was the individual that we sought out in the game, in the streets, having money. That we wanted to be i mean every single rapper or any type of correlation to success in money With was trump. donald trump he was a face of riches not racism he was a, a face of success not racism yeah. he was uh, 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 a uh a a visual of boss not racism there was nothing correlated in that moment, though there were things that had happened. Yes. No one really magnified it. But that four-year stretch, everything was a magnify. Those pictures that he had with Sharpton, Tyson, whoever else, P.E.D.s, it's Anybody. like, oh, dang, an who's who? The, the rap songs, like more even more recently with guys like Kendrick Lamar, who's not an 80s rapper, this dude is a 2010-20 rapper. There all were things pointing that Donald Trump is probably one of the coolest white guys to hang out with, but it was yeah. never about racism. But they created the the and again, this is not saying family that he's not, but I'm saying what they created the platform to expose him as a racist, yeah. and then you navigate a whole structure of utilizing him not denouncing white supremacy, him basically shouting out a white supremacy group, him never, ever uh, denouncing all of the racist acts that have happened where he kind of just kind of was the word. Yeah, And then you, a year, like not even a year later after he goes, you now telling us, convincing oh, right. us that, nah, we had some issues, but we good now. <laughs>
0: Racism didn't make it through the winter. Race, race, racism died. Racism died in the vaccination shot. You know, um, the fact is is that when I look at us, we try to talk about that last episode about all our all our scholars and attorneys and all that constitution stuff. This is what I would like to see from our side, because there should be a twofold of of a, there's the making the argument for reparations for the enslavement of Africans and they'll keep doing all that stuff going back there should be a settled reparations bill for jim crow and, wow. and 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 there's a difference between those two eras talk to them break that down so if you take in the enslaved average they're trying to go back and forth well we got to figure out who did what what changed hands who came we don't know such and such there's a lot of poor documentation we, we we need more time to research okay trying to follow the money to see who did what to where and and what the money would be okay that's your argument keep working on it keep your scholars on that yeah it's very easy to see a direct correlation between jim crow and and today jim crow laws that century that followed slavery Mm. of all the direct line where where black people couldn't work with the issues with schooling the issue couldn't purchase real estate Mm. couldn't do all that which Mm. ended my parents were alive at the end of gen- my parents were already born. So we're not talking about we're trying to reach people who were so many generations removed. There is a direct correlation to those, all those laws that ended in 1965. So this is this is we're going 1865 to 1965. We're, this is not hard to to piece together. The, the negative effects that were done at the hands of the United States government across the nation and its direct implications upon black Americans. This is That's, not this is not physics or brain surgery. <laughs> you can literally go through and show where their loans weren't happening, homes could not be bought, the direct effect in the, in the difference between not having a property, not having real estate, the sp- specific laws that were put <laughs> in place that directly detrimentally affected black Americans in this country. It is not brain surgery to figure out that there's a direct effect. There's no such thing as racism, Jermaine Morris. I was going So if you- We're making you, this shit up. But for, 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 for all you constitutional attorneys, all you guys going to law school, there should be- Hold on. They're, they're, Colin Kaepernick did not get blackballed because there was racism in America. he just couldn't play anymore. You know, you know how that works. He's
1: he's not getting booed because there's no such thing as racism in America. What are we talking about? (laughs) What like what are we fucking because a few Negroes is playing ball for y'all? Here's the thing. The reason why y'all allowing it, as I said, productivity of a Negro. Yeah it speaks more volumes. Okay, we got to pay a couple of you Negroes. Fine. But as soon as you get out of line, Deshaun Watson, we're going to make sure you pay. Oh, I'm going to pay you $200 because I'm going to make $2 billion off you. Because what's the difference from Deshaun Watson saying, I don't want to play in Houston, from the golden boy Aaron Rodgers saying, I don't want to play in Green Bay. And I guarantee you, there will be no such scandal, and this is not saying that those women are not legit, the 22 yeah. women that's yeah. come out on the shot. I ain't saying that. But it's kind of ironic that as soon as this young boy started pushing yeah. the needle, saying, I'm ready to get the hell up out of Houston, get me, trade me, I don't care, I'm not playing with y'all, that yeah. all of a sudden, all these women come out. And yeah. when so, Aaron Rodgers well, is it. the golden boy, real quick, Aaron yeah. Rodgers is the golden boy, he going to be able to say what he going to be saying. It's going to be a, a, a story of, like Aaron Rodgers deserves better and woke-de-wop. And you're not yeah. going to hear not one situation of any kind of conflict, any kind of bad storylining coming from his situation because we know how America do. America's not racist.
0: Yeah. My thing with Deshaun Watson, real brief, it's one of two things. Either they came up with all this stuff right when he got ready to leave or they're – if they were involved because they covered it up for all this time that he was there. Yes, 100%. so so, no, so I'm saying so if, if you're saying so if he didn't do it because it's miraculous that you can come up with 22 people. In yeah, I mean, yeah,
1: we, he done, he done fucked up.
0: Yeah, it, it, in six weeks that all of a sudden they they can all show up and yeah. so either he did it and there and there's a whole lot of heads that need to roll with his for being complicit and for covering up stories Facts. and for paying folks off. Or for looking the other way. Like, if he did it, if he's guilty, if Deshaun Watson is guilty, there needs to be a string of heads that go right along with his when when he goes down. For the cover-up. Yeah. And if he didn't do it, there needs to be a whole lot of heads that go down for all the, every person who lied on him needs to go down just like, like, they need to get the same sentence that they would have gave him had he been guilty.
1: America is not racist because black people are able to speak against the injustice of America and still live. But you got to remember, you're giving black people platforms and you're also giving black people monies to say what the hell they say. Even like I said in MLK, when they was paying him and pushing the agenda, he got a little bit like, wait a minute, oh, we got to do something different. And as soon as he said he, we got to do something different, you're out of here. Yeah, you got a bullet in the face. Yeah, exactly. So where can folks keep up with you, Mr. Axios? Where I'm just going real quick. I know we got to go. I said, okay. so, folks, let's let's just be very clear. Racism in America is alive and well. Barry Axios, IG, um, Facebook, Twitter. I'm going to be here in Houston uh, this uh, weekend. So shouts out to my people in Houston. Come holler at your guy, Black Blueprints, at the Black Market in Houston this Saturday.
0: Of Jermaine Morris on Facebook, every other social media platform is at J Morris CEO. This has been a Say Something Podcast. It's Say something with Jermaine Morris and Barry Axis. It's on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, the whole nine. Tell a friend, leave a comment, rate, subscribe it, share it. We appreciate it. Yes, sir. And until next show, holla. We will holla at you later. Peace.